Hello, everybody. Before we start this podcast today, I just want to let you know that I'm not sponsored in any way by any company. There is no ads here. But if you do want to see the products that I promote and the books that I have written, you can see all of that and all of the links to all of my social media accounts and Instagram, YouTube, and so on. All of that is on my website, noticebooks.org. N-O-T-U-S books.org, not us books.org. Hey guys, this is something that comes up all of the time and about half the time I skip the question because, well, it's just repetitive. So the question is, any thoughts on semen retention and masturbation? Nearly always this is a male asking and nearly always it's a young male that's asking. And I know there's a whole bunch of people in the alternative health world, or even, I'm going to call it the hippie world, who are really promoting semen retention for various reasons. So the first reason, in my opinion, is going to be the issue that semen is a, it's a nutritional formula, basically. So when you, when you sweat more, when you bleed more, or when you ejaculate more, you are losing more nutrients. Now, that doesn't mean that any of those things are bad on their own. It just means that if you're depleting yourself of your nutritional stocks, you need to top that up. So, I mean, there's some people that are connecting this to like hair loss and, you know, things that I would consider mineral deficiencies themselves. So I'm not going to blame the ejaculation. I'm blaming the mineral deficiency and the ejaculation or the sweating or the bleeding or the whatever. That's just exacerbating it. The increased nutritional demand is exacerbating the already existing deficiency. So you can just put that aside because we already recommend supplementing with all 90 essential nutrients, which should be replenishing your sweat and your blood and your semen. So that's not a physical problem in my opinion. The problem is that we are chronically malnourished in this society, in this food system. So that's on one side. The next side of things that people are gonna be talking about is a spiritual side. Now, there's quite a lot of people who are taking this pretty far, in my opinion, who are saying that, you know, semen retention is basically necessary for spiritual enlightenment. Bit of a weird concept to me. If you think about it, you're probably doing most of your ejaculating. This really doesn't go for women, by the way. You're probably doing most of your ejaculating uh, during the middle of your life, probably not at the earliest parts of your life. And when you get older, you probably don't care that much about it anymore. Uh, So you know, what is all old men spiritually enlightened because they're, they're retaining their semen just because they don't care anymore and they're not, they're not ejaculating. Uh, This sounds silly to me, right? And it sounds just as silly when I see people saying uh, that you gotta be, you gotta be retaining your semen or you're not going to be able to communicate with the, the infinite intelligence and all this kind of stuff. A lot of these same people say that you can't uh, eat meat or drink coffee or do any of this stuff and achieve enlightenment as well. You gotta be vegan. Some people are going as far as to say you gotta be breathitarian. I just say we gotta step back from this a little bit. I don't think it's true. I think we can achieve enlightenment with without any of this stuff. And I do not think that ejaculation itself is bad. Obviously, if uh, we need to ejaculate to further propagate our species. I don't see how this could be bad spiritually, in my opinion. Now, there is something to be said about um, like tantric sex and everything, and, and the truth is, if you do gain control 
And by the way, uh, premature ejaculation, I might as well just throw that in here as well. A lot of people ask about premature ejaculation, and my answer is that it has nothing to do with nutrition. It has everything to do with your mindset. And this is true with tantric sex as well. If you hold your orgasm in, it does become much, much, much more powerful when you do finally release it. Now, it seems to be that a lot of these people are suggesting you not to release it at all. I don't know. Maybe that. Maybe there's something to that. Maybe it just feels phenomenal to to build it up to the point of orgasm and leave it, and you're just walking around like that. I don't know, but uh, I do know that definitely I've practiced tantric with some people, and if you can do it, if you can learn to do it, anybody can learn to do it. By the way, but if you can, then yeah, it's uh, it's many, many, many times greater than regular sex or regular ejaculation which is uh, pretty much just rushing to the goalpost. So, yeah, stretching it out can be phenomenal. Now, putting all that aside, I don't, I don't believe that you need to retain your semen to be spiritually enlightened. Anyways, put, all, put that aside, and the next biggest issue is going to be getting ahead in life. And a lot, not a lot of people talk about this, actually. Not from what I see on Instagram or whatever, but this is the reason that I would recommend semen retention. Because most of the people who are asking me are young men. And to, to my just passing glance, most of them don't have their lives together. Most of them don't have goals. Most of them don't have strong, healthy relationships. So I do believe that deprivation builds character, to put it very simply. Deprivation builds character, but I also believe that we have to earn things in life. I don't. Lots of people don't agree with this uh, trophy society that we live in, where everybody gets a participation trophy and everybody's told, "Oh, you're doing a good job," even when they're not doing a good job. You know, everybody's told, "Oh, that that drawing of that stick figure, that's beautiful. I'm gonna put it on the fridge." I never believed in this. You know, we need criticism. Uh, we need. Uh, to set the bar higher on achievement and excellence and you're not going to get excellence if you reward mediocrity people just keep doing mediocre mediocre stuff and it can get him rewarded for it why would they go any further when they're already getting the pat on the back so masturbation is basically a free lunch right you're you're giving yourself the orgasm without having earned it from someone else now, obviously, everybody knows that uh, doing it yourself is really hardly even comparable to the real experience. And a lot of these men are worried that they become too reliant on masturbation and on pornography and stuff like this. So, uh, obviously, a lot of people are against pornography these days. I'm really happy with that movement so that's becoming a thing. Uh, I know a lot of girls and women who will not date somebody who watches pornography. I think that's a good that's, I think that's a good rule to have, frankly. And I would go further and say books as well. I've been saying this for a lot of years, actually, that uh, women should stop sleeping with men who don't read because then we'll immediately get more men that read. And most readers are currently are women, and that, well, that's great, but we need more men to, to read as well, especially as men uh, typically are, are in positions of power and, all, and influence and all this kind of stuff. So they should read more, and if they couldn't get laid without a bookshelf, then you bet they would go and buy some books. And this is sort of the same thing with masturbation. Again, what, what do you what do you deserve to have an orgasm for? If you think about it that way, do do you deserve it? I don't think so. 
I think the only way that you deserve to get an orgasm is if you earn it. And this is not to say that you should never masturbate, you know, but again, these people are framing this as if this is a problem in their life. They're either addicted to the masturbation or they don't have the motivation to go out and seek a healthy relationship with someone else. So this is uh, my general advice to, to young men, especially when they're like, uh, hey, how do I find a good uh, partner or something like that? Or even some of them are just like, Man, I've been lonely for a long time. How do I get a girl? Well, if you're, if you're just giving yourself the thing that you're looking to get from the other person, I, I don't see how you're going to, to have the motivation to really go out and get it, right? The, the main advice would be to stop masturbating and then you're going to have to go and find a way to go and get it yourself. You know, there's unhealthy ways of doing that. You could pay a prostitute or something, but uh, you could also do it the right way, I would say, which is to engage with somebody else and, uh, you know, relate to them and hear them out and do the whole give and take thing of what relationships are. This is us being human. You know, it's a lot of work. It's it's very easy to masturbate. It's a, it's a cop-out, in my opinion. Uh, and you should actually go and put the real work in for a real human being. And again, it can be a lot of work, you know. Women are a lot of work to me, for sure. But it's worth it, is is the point. It's not worth it to sit around masturbating. And obviously, if people are already asking about this, they're already seeing this as a problem. So I promise if you cut yourself off, you're going to want to to go and put effort in, real actual effort to go and, and do the things that you need to do to satisfy another person, which is, of course, you know, being nice to them and hearing them out and all, all this kind of stuff, but also building yourself right? This is, uh, why would anyone want to be with you if you have no skills? What are you doing with your life? Uh, you know, you're sitting around masturbating. I'm sure you're doing something else, but you need to do more to build yourself into the type of person where people are automatically attracted to you. And let me just say, I'm 32 years old right now. A, a lot of the guys specifically, actually, and girls, the guys and girls that I knew in high school that were the best looking, the cool kids, all this stuff, I would say more than half of them are losers in life now at this point. And there's a couple guys specifically, I remember they were super handsome and they could get any girl they wanted in school. And of course there was lots of girls like this actually. There were some girls who were just, they were tens back then and they could just walk up to any guy that they wanted and they could have them, you know. But what did they do? They slacked off later in life. They didn't take care of their health. They didn't take care of their brain. They didn't take care of their business you know their their economic self and they're losers now a lot of them are fat you know some of the hottest chicks sorry for calling them chicks if anyone's uh, offended by that that's what we used to call them in high school a lot of the hottest chicks in high school i went back and looked at them five ten years later and they're fat and they've got four kids and they've got the you know they live in the ghetto like what's going on here because looks is not enough uh, a lot of those guys that I was talking about, that I was thinking about, some of those guys were incredibly funny and witty, and I just love being around them myself, you know? So I couldn't, I could totally understand how the girls would be flocking to these guys because they had great personalities. But guess what? Personalities is not, personality is not enough either. Personality is not enough. Intelligence is not enough. All this stuff. You got to continue to work on yourself in order to retain your value in the eyes of others. And, you know, you can expect that bar to increase as you get older. Back in the high school days, looks and personality was pretty much all you needed to get ahead and to get by and to get the partners that you wanted and whatever, whatever, get hired maybe at the job. 
but you have to follow through on these things in order for these benefits to continue benefiting you. And the fact is that most of the people that I saw who had it really easy back then, this is my point here, the people who had it easy in high school, the people who were just born beautiful and they just had the luck of good fortune where they could eat junk food and they, they had a decent body and, you know, people who were blessed with intelligence and wit and they, they had it easy back then. They didn't put the work in to build themselves, to build their knowledge, to build their finances, to build their values. They didn't do any of this and they ended up a loser later in life who probably can't even get late. You know, I, I've, I've been completely shocked by some of these people who I thought they would, they would be like, you know, prime minister of Canada or something. They were so talented and so beautiful and, and what? They just took all that for granted and they, they didn't continue to sculpt themselves. And so now they don't have an easy time gaining partners and yada yada. Now, I was poor for a long time. I was really poor for a long time. So... I was also in this feeling that, you know what, I, I don't deserve these pleasures in life until I earn them. And there was a lot of times, this might sound extreme, I would be renting a place and uh, it would have a bed or pull out bed or so something like that. I had something for me to sleep in and I would sleep on the ground, either just on a blanket or on a yoga mat or just on the carpet itself, just sleep on the ground. And I did this because I didn't deserve the bed, in my opinion, because I was a loser. I wasn't winning in life. Why do I deserve to, to have a nice comfy sleep? I deserve an uncomfortable sleep. So I wake up and I grind the next day. And again, it does sound extreme, but I was starving. And so when am I starving, sit around in bed all day? No, I'm going to sleep on the floor. And when you sleep on the floor, you don't lay around in bed. You can't, you know, it's just too uncomfortable. You, you open your eyes bright and early. Boom, you're up. I don't want to sit around on the floor, you know, I want to get up and, and, and hit it. It's going to be the same to me in my opinion with masturbation you know if you're behind in life and you want to get better in life and you want more in life and then look at yourself right now and what do you have and do you deserve it and this doesn't mean that uh you know you don't accept the home cooked meal from your mother or something like that accept it but work for it bring her more value too obviously easiest thing someone cooks you a meal you do the dishes right Someone lets you stay at their place. You clean the place. Something, something like that. Anything. And the point of all this is going to be pushing you towards a person who gives more than they receive. If you do that, I believe this cultivates to the type of people who receive all of the benefits in life. I know I said you give more than you receive. Well, it doesn't take long to receive more than you know what to do with. Does that make sense? You have a girlfriend, you're a catch, and you got 10 other girls that want to be with you, right? It doesn't take long to have more than you can handle. It doesn't take that much money to have more than you know how to spend smartly, right? So the you can still be giving more value to the world than you're receiving, and yet you are receiving abundance. Abundance is the goal here. And... I'm sure this is the goal for a lot of these guys as well. It's not like they wanted to go and sleep with every girl. Maybe they do, but they probably want real, solid relationships. People that are really interested in them. Why? Because this whole question here at the bottom of it is about pleasure. And masturbation isn't very pleasurable itself. It's it's very minor level, very very basic level of pleasure. It is far more pleasurable to be with someone who actually loves you that's just i don't know anyone who's going to disagree with that you know sleeping with somebody at one night stand or whatever i've had plenty of one night stands 
they're almost soul crushing in my opinion uh actually even some of them that i had i felt like i had quite a connection with and since we did the one night stand thing it was almost impossible for us to even have a relationship after that and usually we didn't pursue it even sometimes i tried but it just for one reason or another it didn't work out my point here is that i actually believe now it's better to deprive the relationship of sex until you realize that it is something worth doing you know and uh, this is not even to mention the the big risk involved with sex is is a an unwanted pregnancy so if you're if sleeping with people that uh, you're not prepared to have a child with you're taking a huge 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 risk because uh, i have lots of friends both men and women who had children with someone that they weren't a hundred percent about and um, in my opinion it ruined their life you know some of them come and say now oh i'm so grateful for my child and whatever whatever even though i don't get along with their mother well, okay, I believe you, but who's to say that it wouldn't be that much better if that child was with somebody that you really, really had a, a, a love and commitment for and uh, endured you know, through the whole process with them? Even, the pe- even some of my friends, again, they're, they have kids with women that they don't have anything to do with now, and they say, yeah, I love the kid, but again, imagine how much better and how much easier it is to, to do that with an actual partner. So... Maybe this is a bit of a rant here, but again, this comes up almost every single day, and I would recommend semen retention, but not for the reasons that people normally talk about. Again, you can replenish your nutrients that are lost. That's not a big deal. You can be enlightened without semen retention. Again, think of women. Women are not. Uh, women don't have semen, so they're not. <laughs> they're not retaining anything it, anyways women can be enlightened too is my point here it's not like you know you need to retain your semen to be enlightened that, that whole thing doesn't make sense but if you want to get ahead in life masturbation is probably not helping you at all if you want good healthy relationships masturbation is probably not helping you at all um, you know that's it if you want to be the type of person who attracts abundance specifically in people who want to be around you and be with you and contribute to your pleasure then drop drop the masturbation focus on becoming a good person focus on becoming a better listener focus learn about what what do you need to do to have a healthy relationship learn about what you need to do to bring value to other people and you will probably very quickly be overwhelmed with choice and chances are the choices will be better than you ever thought were even possible quite honestly and this is not just in my own life where I've seen this happen. I've seen it happen in numerous people who commit to bettering themselves at the expense of immediate pleasure. This is the same in finances too, right? How are you going to build your finances? A lot of that is to delay gratification. The, I just recorded a podcast on what to do with your first million dollars. Well, if you're spending all of your money, you're not going to have any money left over. You know, if, you're, if, if you need to live and you do need to live on 90% or less of what you make in order to build wealth then you can't go to the bar probably you can't go and and have those immediate pleasures you can't waste all your money on entertainment all this type of stuff you have to practice retention you know you have to practice deprivation to some degree in order to build the abundance that allows you to do whatever you want whenever you want basically and i don't think you can literally do whatever you want whenever you want but i'm just saying in order to experience abundance usually you have to experience deprivation on top of that, I do believe that it's necessary for character formation. And for these reasons, it would be a good idea to stop masturbating. Until you deserve it. Until you earned it, basically. 
maybe you have a partner and you know you're on vacation away from them or something maybe you feel like masturbating no harm there no harm there but uh, if you don't have what you want in life then you probably need to start cutting out some of these excess things and masturbation can be such a such a distraction that for sure it's best to get rid of it and when you start putting your thoughts towards well how am i going to build myself how am i going to become a better person how am i going to become a better uh, lover you know better friend better business person all this stuff that is going to pay you off right that's going to come back to you that is going to that is going to benefit you whereas masturbation i just i can't even come up with a, a way that that would benefit you how is that going to benefit your plan how is that going to benefit your future how is that going to benefit your business acumen it's probably not it's probably just going to tire you out and make you lazy and uh, make you not want to go out and really work for the things that are that matter in this life so I guess that's my thoughts for today, guys. Probably could say more on it, but uh, I don't need to. Maybe I should just, I, I touched, since I touched on um, premature ejaculation, let me just go a little bit further into that, actually. Uh, this is, it's not like I have an exact uh, technique to share from this, by the way. In my own life, uh, very early sexual experience, I accidentally got a girl pregnant, and it was a nightmare experience. She did not end up having the child, but it ended up being very traumatic. And I was actually scared to ejaculate in somebody. I was scared to knock them up. And so just naturally, I try to figure out how to, how to hold it in. And um, what this actually did was allow me to last a lot longer, obviously. And that's one thing that people tend to report is a good thing in bed. Like, this person can last long. They tell their friends about that, you know. But uh, I was doing it for the wrong reasons. I was scared of getting someone pregnant. But you, you can focus your mind on this and masturbation isn't going to help you with that either by the way it, like it's not like just sitting there masturbating for an hour without ejaculating is going to help you become a better lover because it's a completely different experience so if you are experiencing premature ejaculation i recommend being open with your partner about this that this is a problem that you would like to work on and I'm calling it a problem, but you call it a problem when you come to me and ask me about it anyways. So you're recognizing it as a problem. Some people don't care. They want to get in and out quick. They just really don't care that much. Whatever. If you want to last longer, you probably need to work with them. You probably need to go a little bit slower. You probably need to stop when you feel it getting to the point where you're going to ejaculate. Just stop. Stop. Pull out. Kiss or something. Just, you know, do something... I don't mean go play video games. I just mean physically pull out. Get rid of the friction for, for that moment as it's, it's very stimulating. Focus on her. Or if this is, I was going to say, if this is a girl asking. No, it couldn't be a girl asking. Focus on her for a bit. Kiss her, touch her, do whatever, you know. Get out of your own head about your own ejaculation. A lot of guys, will, a lot of gurus will be telling you to distract yourself with thoughts during sex like, Think of your grandmother while you're having sex or something like that. Now that might help a little bit. Think of something that turns you off and so you're not immediately thinking about the ejaculation. But really, you could focus on almost anything. You could focus on pleasing her. And you're no longer thinking about yourself and it'll probably make you last longer. Either way, it's probably going to need a little bit of practice and you might need to have them on board with it because it might be a little bit weird. You might not just be going consistently like you always did. You might have to go and then stop and then go and then stop and then go and then stop. But just like we said with the tantric, this should actually feel amazing. You know, this building it up to the point of release but stopping and then going back into it a little bit, it's, it really, really does feel a lot better. So 
I don't know if that was thorough enough advice for premature ejaculation, but just know it has absolutely nothing to do with nutrition, in my opinion. It's got absolutely nothing to do with some herbal medicine or anything like that. I've seen things marketed for this. I don't believe in any of that. Don't worry about any of that. Just practice it. Just practice it and just think about something else other than ejaculating. Again, you don't need to think about a brick wall, but maybe think about her. You know. Anyways. Appreciate all of you guys. That is all I have for today. We'll see you next time.